Welcome to Anna Spark CEO Podcasts, conversations on economic opportunity. My name is Paul Kretko, and I'm the president and CEO of Anover Spark. Anover Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. Welcome to a series of conversations with key leaders from those sectors. Joining me today is Rich Perlberg, chair of the board of the Economic Development Council of Livingston County. Thanks for coming in today. Happy to be here. Thanks for yeah, having me. So, so um, you know, as you know, and we want to share for our audience, the Economic Development Council of Livingston County um, has partnered with Spark for several years now. Exactly. Um, can you explain to the listeners how the partnership worked and maybe a little bit about how it came into being and what your sense of uh, it's been able to accomplish? Sure. Uh, it was probably six, seven years ago. Well, the EDC board was faced with the loss of a director, um, and it had worked well for maybe 20-some years, but it had been limited. Uh, we, it was a one-man operation, uh, and the EDC board at the time, and I was not on the board at the time, this was a vision that belonged to other people, wise people, um, thought that we could take it to another level, that, that we were limited on how much we could do with economic development, and uh, thought we could broaden our base and do more. And there were a number of people on the EDC board at the time who were familiar with Spark and were impressed with Spark and reached out to Spark to see if there could be some sort of agreement reached to do more regional economic uh, development. Uh, and that worked. It took, it took some, a lot of effort to uh, expand our, uh, our base of support within Livingston County, especially within uh, local governments. Uh, but it worked successfully. A contract was reached with Spark uh, to do economic development for Livingston County as part of the regional efforts. Uh, the, the result has been uh, excellent. Uh, it's worked extremely well, uh, I think from, from all levels. Uh, we have two people who are based in Livingston County now, and they give us uh, great resources, great expertise, great knowledge. And, and consistency. Uh, in the past, if we lost somebody, um, we had to start from scratch right. all over. And now we've, we've, we've got this uh, sustainable program that uh, not only has the expertise that's based in Livingston County, but we have uh, access to all of, uh, all of Spark's mm -hmm. resources. So quite frankly, we were limited to how far we could get our brand out. Uh, Spark is making visits across the country, across the world, and they're bringing the Livingston County story with them. That's mm -hmm. something we didn't have before. Uh, there's a lot of expertise, a lot of resources, obviously knowledge about government programs uh, to help for in, in economic development, both in attraction and in retention. But one of, one of the uh, benefits that we didn't expect was the analysis that we get, the uh, other services that we can provide to uh, especially our, our, our municipal uh, supporters. Uh, a couple of examples, one's a small one. Um, <coughs> there was a, a township that was looking as to whether it wanted to rezone uh, a school for possible use as residential, and the Spark staff wrote a, an analysis on the pros and cons of that. Uh, on a bigger level, I've just finished a report on the status of public transportation in Livingston County, or the lack of, and what, mm -hmm. what the costs are to uh, expanding, what the opportunities are, and what the opportunity losses are. And those are, those are benefits that, that we're providing through the EDC, through SPARC, to our partners uh, for no cost, but really good objective analysis. So overall, uh, 
the relationship's been a great one. We renewed it with no trouble. We just agreed to renew it again mm -hmm. for another three years. So it's, it's been a great relationship. Yeah, we, we find the same thing, I think, to share with yeah. the audience a bit um, that listens to these podcasts. Um, when Spark started um, in around 2005, 2006, um, it was focused on Washtenaw County. Um, and um, resources were developed to support that activity in Washtenaw County. And we were, we were flattered, I think is the right word, and pleased when Livingston County uh, came and asked if we would do similar work in Livingston County because it, to some extent for us it was a validation that our neighbor thought we were doing something good. And so then, so then in Sparks history, about half of the, the time Sparks been in existence now, we've had now a working relationship in Livingston County. And one of the things that has always been a part of, I don't know if it's a, you would call it the ethos or the underlying value of, values of Spark, was that we, we had a notion of regionalism right. and a notion of uh, what was coined by my predecessor, Mike Finney, uh, open source economic development. And, and what that means, and we've continued with that concept, is we believe that this is a, is a regional effort and that um, companies and people that work for the companies and customers, they know they live in a certain community, but the boundaries don't really mean anything to them on a daily basis. And so we know how much interaction and workforce goes back and forth just on the 23 corridor between the communities, and we're hopeful of a great improvement in that transportation corridor, but it really points to that. Another thing just that, w that you mentioned that I think is really important is that, it, that you, you had the ability in Livingston County to have your brand expanded, but it also expanded the larger regional brand because oftentimes when we're competing for projects, um, we need to show a potential company a much larger catchment area of potential workforce and having a formal relationship means you can really speak to that. And that built into during the time Livingston County joined us, um, Governor Snyder started this concept of the regional prosperity um, regions, I said regions twice, but it was a regional prosperity initiative. And um, that enabled Livingston to join us in Washtenaw with four other counties, right. uh, Lenaway, Hillsdale, Monroe, and Jackson. And we now market ourselves as those entire six counties um, to show a much bigger population area to attract companies. I think that's a really good point. And, and with this relationship, I think we're more apt now to see victories on a regional basis. If we see something good happening in Washtenaw or Ann Arbor, we think that's good for the region. That's going to have spillover effects to Livingston County, uh, uh, either supporting industries or, or uh, new services that are available or funded or, or housing. People yes. are going to commute from one yes. place to the other. So yeah. we see it less competitive and more more. Yeah, and I think what, what the, the kind of successes we've had, just to highlight one that I always like to talk about, is with um, the, the Lake Trust Credit Union. Um, yep. You know, what, what they did was uh, looked at the entire region and where they were servicing and said, you know, locating in Livingston County was the perfect location for them. And collectively, we worked to make that happen. And it's just a spectacular facility for anybody that gets to go, chance to go there. It's, great. Just, it's, it's just a, and, two miles from my front and, door. And, and just, a, just a, a great company. Well, yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit more. You, you, um, 
we and um, the, the Economic Development Council partnered with the Workforce Intelligence Network to produce an economic action plan for Livingston County. What are some of the key takeaways from that plan? It, it, was, a, it was a great exercise, and when you do something like that, it's a good test, um, a good way to test your, your assumptions and your conventional wisdoms, and uh, to find out if they're still true or why they're still true and, and what they mean positive and negatively. And, and one of the one of the obvious takeaways, but it, it, uh, the ramifications are interesting, is the fact that we're very much a bedroom community. Mm -hmm. I've, I've lived in the county for, since the 70s, and it's grown from a very rural, self-contained county to, to a very much a bedroom community. Somewhere between 60 and 70% of our workforce goes outside the county to, to get their job. And what that has created is a situation where we have an educated and affluent county uh, we're the we got the highest uh, yes. median household income in in the state, but when it comes to jobs within Livingston County, we're below average in pay. So that's why the people who are leaving the county mm -hmm. have to go outside the county to get mm -hmm. a job to pay for the homes mm -hmm. in Livingston mm -hmm. County. Yes. Uh, that's a fact that 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 we have to live with. There are positives to that, but there are also opportunities that we can grow from on that. Um, the other takeaway is the need to really categorize and decide what to do with our inventory of buildable uh, uh, areas, places that could be commercial or industrial. Do we have the green space? Do we have the infrastructure? Do mm -hmm. we have the zoning? And do the communities want that? I mean, it, at the end of the day, we work with the local communities for the type of community they want. Um, and and in Livingston County, it, there, there's a need to, for us to build um, build more jobs that can uh, eliminate the need for commuting, to, to, so people can live and work in the community. Mm -hmm. I think that makes a stronger community, yeah. and and that's one of our big challenges that we're seeing now. We we've got a talent gap in Livingston County. It's a kind of a weird one because we've got great great. Uh, uh, employable people in Livingston County, but there's not the, the job base in Livingston mm -hmm. County. They've got to make these 45 minute commutes, or if there's a traffic mishap, an hour and a half right. commute to, right. to, to work. So, And we're seeing some of that change. The Lake Trust is a great mm -hmm. example. Um, the healthcare investment mm -hmm. in Livingston yes. County is just remarkable. Uh, I was at a city council meeting where U of M made their uh, presentation, and it was full of people who work in the Ann Arbor area now who are hoping that, that sure. they'll be able to get a job mm -hmm. in, in the Brighton operation mm -hmm. uh, and save maybe 45 minutes yeah. each way on their trip. I mm -hmm. used to commute to Birmingham from, from Brighton and when I quit doing that, it likes, it adds two hours a day to your <laughs> to life. Your life. You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just like that. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I think one of the things uh, that we, um, those listeners who are interested in and want to go to the website and look at this, one of the things in the room that Rich and I are uh, talking with each other today is sort of we have maps, uh, display maps that show where we've had activity. And I think one of the things that pops out right away in terms of Livingston County is that the, the 96 corridor, the 23 corridor are really important business locations. And so um, we've, we've seen a lot of activity there. And, and those are for us, uh, is, as I know you know, Rich, our focus is on companies that are selling goods and services outside the region. Mm -hmm. So those are those kinds of high paying jobs that are, are attractive to people to potentially stay in Livingston County to get those jobs. It's, it's interesting that 2396 corridor, uh, 
it, it still seems to be untapped potential. I agree. Uh, we've added the rooftops mm -hmm. for the last 30, 40 mm -hmm. years, and it's kind of uh, uh, dragging behind. Are the, mm -hmm. uh, the services are now starting to catch up, yeah, yeah. but the other opportunities are still there to be to I be uh, uh, gained from. I think. I agree. Good. Well, so was there? What, were, what did you see as the most? Was there a, a really critical recommendation? I want to report. Say the recommendation. Uh, other than what we've talked about, but I think I think what I took away from it was the need to uh, to not be so provincial in the way we look at things. What we did in the report is we, we looked at eight counties in Michigan, mm -hmm. mostly around Livingston County plus Ottawa, but also eight counties in the Northeast and the Midwest mostly that were similar to Livingston okay. County and compared metrics. And, and one example was the education levels. Uh, I think the metric was numbers of people over 25 with a college degree or greater, a bachelor's or greater. And Livingston County fared pretty well. Uh, mm -hmm. Of the eight counties, it was right in the middle, like fourth, it was above the state average, nowhere near as high as Washington, obviously, but still it, it, it fared pretty well. But it compared to the, to the uh, other eight counties around the, uh, the country, we were dead last. Mm. And I, I think if you think about that, it makes some sense based on Michigan's history, southeastern Michigan's mm -hmm. history, where you could get out of high school, join a, right. uh, auto, f get an auto job, have a good life, have mm -hmm. a good retirement. But, but that isn't the way it works now, and we have to realize mm -hmm. that we're we're competing not just for the people next door, but the people across the country and across the world. And we need to ha we need to emphasize those educational opportunities even greater than we have. Mm -hmm. I think another thing, you know, in the next topic I wanted to touch on is is where Livingston County really has a distinct advantage, and I think that is in the term in terms of quality of life and and even more than in the past and increasing all the time, um, workforce uh, seems to uh, want to choose the place they want to live um, as well as working for someone. So I know when I was coming up out of school many, many years ago, uh, the first thing you did was try to find the job. And then if it was a good place to live, okay, great, but you were just trying to get your career started. Today, you know, the, the, the new younger workforce is really looking for that quality of life first. And I think one of the things that's really important is that um, your, your communities, uh, Brighton and Howell and, and the other uh, small towns, as well as the, the, the residential and commercial environments are, are very high quality with a lot of other amenities in terms of recreation. So, you know, describe a little more about that. You know, it, it's, it's a great topic. I, I, I came to Howell in 1974 to work as a reporter for the County Daily mm -hmm. then. I figured I'd be there a couple years, move on to bigger mm -hmm. and better things. Four decades later, I retire from, from that job, uh, from being the publisher of the Daily there. Because it's a great place, to, everything you talk about, there's, there's great neighborhoods, uh, the recreational opportunities are great. We have a million lakes. Uh, mm -hmm. I live on a lake. We have we have public land. Uh, there's state parks. There's uh, uh, the metro parks, mm -hmm. uh, uh, hiking trails, biking trails, hunting, fishing, um, wide open spaces, and the growth that we've had has helped support the opportunities. We have more services now, mm -hmm. and we've got these really 
dynamic downtown. Yes. As you mentioned Holland Brighton, there's something going on there every yeah. night, every weekend. Great All the storefronts are uh, occupied. Very high yeah. occupancy rate. Uh, we had a guy in Brighton who used to count the number of places you could eat outdoors in Brighton, and, and I think he lost track of about 40. There's mm -hmm. just, it's just an amazing area, and we have, we have a high quality of, of people. Uh, very collaborative group of people in, in the county. So I think there's a lot of positives in that way. I, I raised a family there. I, I couldn't imagine a better place to mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, um, have a, a strong collaborative effort. Uh, our social service agencies, it's hard to put a, uh, a quantifier on it, but they're well known for the fact that there's no turf wars. They're just trying to serve the community mm -hmm. uh, and trying to avoid duplication. Uh, there was a developer who came from Oakland County many years ago, and he said the thing he liked about, uh, in this case, the Brighton area, was that you could you could get up to your elbows in the community overnight. Mm -hmm. They were very accepting, very uh, you you as as involved as you wanted to be. That's as involved as you could be, and I still see that. Mm -hmm. uh, we've grown a lot. Uh, we're about 180,000 people now, but that's still got that small town quality. Mm -hmm. And now uh, we've got restaurants and entertainment options. Uh, we've got uh, excellent school systems. Mm -hmm. We've got five great public school systems. So we've got a four-year university in Cleary. There's just a lot of great yeah. opportunities. Yeah, and I think you touched on already that um, the investments that the major um, health systems mm. are making now is really uh, creating a community that that has just very high quality health care, uh, which adds to that mix. When I first came to Livingston County, Brighton, the joke was had three doctors, and one of them specialized in acupuncture. Okay. Right? That's not the case now. We, we've got uh, U of M is making a huge investment. Uh, St. Joe's has always been a great uh, source in Livingston County with the hospital in Howell, the uh, medical center in, in Brighton, and a, and a world-class cancer center. Mm -hmm. Not everyone knows that up there in mm -hmm. Genoa Township. Uh, Providence is coming, has already opened up its health care center. Uh, that's just a tremendous change to the community and I think the ram the positive ramifications from that are, mm -hmm. are going to be seen for a long time. I agree. Well, we're just coming uh, to the close of our conversation, which also is that you are ending um, your time as board chair. Um, what do you think have been some of the key things that you, you've been able to accomplish? Probably the best the thing is a solid secession plan. Okay, you know? yeah, well, that's always good. You know, the, the, the thing is it's a fairly fluid uh, trip from one administration to mm -hmm. the next. We have an executive committee. There's mm -hmm. no big course corrections. Mm -hmm. We're pretty much all on the same page. Uh, what's happened in the last year, there's a couple of specific things. Uh, that, that I think we showed some nimbleness on. Uh, a couple of our employers were having trouble with uh, uh, finding people who would work. And there is, right. uh, we, we were blessed with a very low unemployment rate, but that made it tough to find, find employees for specific jobs. We worked with other uh, agencies and created a commuter system from Flint to, uh, to Howell. Um, the jobs available in Howell were paid much more than, than the jobs that were available mm -hmm. in Flint. And we, and we stopped a couple of companies that were looking mm -hmm. to, uh, to perhaps have to leave because mm -hmm. they couldn't find employees. Uh, You've mentioned healthcare. Uh, We've started these roundtables again mm -hmm. for the talent camp or talent talent gap. What's going to happen when these all these healthcare opportunities open and spin-off firms open up? What what's going to be needed and how can we meet those uh, uh, demands? Uh, we've had one meeting; it was extremely well attended, and there's going to be more after that. On a more long-term basis, uh, we've reached out to the academic side. Uh, 
as to how to, again, to develop the type of uh, educational opportunities that can fill, that can make marketable skills. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be four years of college. Right. But there's, there's a lot going on now with five-year high schools with, uh, uh, and, and the Livingston Intermediate School District is called uh, LESA in, in Livingston County, is very active in that. And uh, the EDC has, has reached out to them to, to partner. In fact, their superintendent, Mike Huber, is a new board member with us, working at ways to try to, to, mm -hmm. to not only have great educational opportunities, but to figure out ways to have those kids stay in Livingston County after sure. they're through with their education. Sure. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the, the um, transportation initiative uh, around your employers in Flint. I mean, what, what you're, you're right, and one of the things that I encounter as I'm talking to um, either managers of facilities or CEOs of companies who are in the manufacturing space, one of the things they talk about is, is that because they're his, his, historically in the United States, including our communities, this emphasis on kids, you know, really looking at four-year degrees and professional careers, that there are these great jobs that in manufacturing, not, they, they require your technical skills now, they're not dirty jobs, they're uh, good jobs. And, you know, what was, what was interesting about the approach that Livingston County took was, um, we want to help our employers, and uh, there was a source of employment uh, that they could tap in, in Flint, right. and um, there was a notion of how do we get the, the private sector, the transportation agency, work together to bring those people to those jobs. And I think it's a, a really great example that we talk with people about that many times there's, there's the, the, there are people that want jobs, but they have the difficulty in getting to the, the jobs, access. and if you can, if you can help them with that, and particularly given, as you described, Livingston County is uh, got some urbanness to it, a lot of suburbanness to it, and a lot of ruralness. It makes the transportation issue very, very important. So if you don't have a car, it's going to be really hard for you to get to that to that job. But I think that's a great program, and we've commended it to others as a way to really solve a problem. Some, something unrelated to that, but you reminded me about is about the different opportunities. Uh, Pinckney High School has That's been right. a center for robotics training for right. years, uh, and it's it's part of the collaboration. Anybody mm -hmm. in Livingston County can can go to it. But in the last couple of years, they've also started a, a cybersecurity yes. hub, which is uh, relatively rare in Michigan. It and, is, and kids coming out of that are incredibly well trained. Mm -hmm. uh, some go on to college, some go direct yeah. to work. Yeah. Uh, to in this in this really growing and right. important area of cybersecurity, and that's just one more example. Yeah, of one of the things resources. that a lot of people don't know, uh, many in the listening audience do. But to share is the, that one of the significant clusters in our region are firms involved in cybersecurity. Yeah. So this this notion of of a uh, high school really focusing on that was something that I think that the governor was really uh, keen on and supportive of. I know the Pinckney program has been acknowledged yes. uh, by many. Um, but it really speaks to the fact if you've got a cluster of jobs, how do you acquaint young people with that opportunity uh, very early uh, and, and so that they can, uh, if that makes uh, of interest to them, they can move right into it. So yeah, so that's a great story as well. Well, and it's not just for the, the school-age kids. Uh, they do regular programs and training programs for businesses in Livingston and Washington County. It's part of the services they offer. Well, Rich, again, congratulations on your chairmanship Thank of you. the, the uh, Economic Development Council. I know that you're still going to be involved and active. 
uh, and uh, you know I think that the community and Spark really appreciated uh, your efforts and uh, activities over the last few years. It's been fun, been my pleasure, and I just just one last thing as far as the accomplishments. I don't want it to go uh, to get lost in the shuffle. One of the other accomplishments is renewing the contract yeah. with Spark, which well, was done. Uh, I think that that's, speaks a lot to how much uh, how, how well this relationship has worked. Yeah, I think the uh, a scenario where uh, every three years you have to make a decision about whether you want to continue a relationship, uh, and when it gets renewed, that means that both both sides think that it's uh, exactly. been beneficial. So again, I want to thank you for coming in today My and pleasure. talking with us. My pleasure. Thank you.